Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience, continuing yep. some well-doing seat, no nope. glory and honor, and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious, and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Oh, Great clue, You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Nope. Do we have grace? Yep. Continue in sin? Nope. I'ma ask you again. Yep. Should we continue in sin? This walk, so I keep on trotting. Everybody got choices. Choose the right path, and nothing can stop us. Everybody got choices. Righteous life, devil don't like that. Nah, everybody got choices. Choose the right path to save your soul. Never going back. No, no, no. Forward to the kingdom. Choose. 
choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose the most? I heard it's hard to choose. Two sides to choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose? Who you gonna choose? Got to choose. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom, 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 and good morning. Bible part to Wild 10 12 tribes. Worldwide, Yahweh, Bahasham, Yahweh Shai, Barakatham. May the Most High and Christ bless you all. Welcome to another episode of Sword of Truth, ISBHK Presents Bible Talk. Forgive me for a little stumble right there. Um, as many of y'all might have seen, um, and, and might be curious, but our school in Norfolk, uh, uh, I'm not sure if it's all the schools yet, but I know uh, that the school in Norfolk has changed the name from ISBHPK, the Israel School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge, to the Stream of Wisdom, right, to the Stream of Wisdom. So for many of that might be uh, on YouTube, the transition was easy. If you already were a subscriber to ISBHPK uh, Norfolk, uh, you still will be subscribed uh, to the name change to the Stream of Wisdom uh, coming out of Norfolk, Virginia, all right? So uh, as I'm thinking about this, and I'm thinking about the ISBHPK, I'm also thinking about the sword of truth that um, our Bible Talk podcast started uh, back in February, 20, February 28, 2010, um, with the sword of truth uh, here in San Antonio. And, and, uh, and you know, we, we really kind of got, got locked into that, uh, that name and, and everything. And then uh, it went to, to keep the unity going uh, with all, all of our schools or whatever. Uh, you know, we went under the banner of the Israel School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. But there's been some name changes, um, so I'm not sure if we're going to change ISBHPK Bible Talk. Uh, we, we probably will. Uh, just try and keep uh, keep it forced and keep showing that unity. But welcome. Welcome once again to our, our Bible Talk podcast anyway. Our Bible Talk podcast, uh, you can listen to live every Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to about 12 noon, sometimes 1230. Um, if you're going to do that, brothers and sisters, I do recommend that you call in to area code 646-668-2568, because if we happen to go over the two-hour mark, yeah, we, we try to keep our shows right at two hours. Um, if you log in through the web browser to our live shows, if you come uh, uh, through the web browser to our live shows at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, then what's going to happen is if you're listening live, when our two hours expire, starting at 10 o'clock, and then when um, at the end of that two hours at 12 o'clock, if you're coming in through the web browser, it's going to, it's going to stop broadcasting. But if you call in, yeah, um, sometimes we can go even actually another hour. If you call in to the live show and we uh, still keep the class going like that. So just a little heads up, a little information on that right there. Um, so, again, uh, the Bible Talk podcast is Monday through Thursday from uh, 10 a.m. to about 12 noon, uh, sometimes uh, a little bit over. And then on Friday nights, uh, we have a Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with the Brother Brother Bod. Um, we try to keep that. It's supposed to be from 7 to 9, but uh, the Brother Bible uh, is working. So sometimes it goes from 8 to 10, um, and this past Friday was uh, 8.30 to 10.30. So we invite you to uh, check us out, uh, you know, with our schedule. Mondays, you know, you got me, Mashaba, um, uh, that dude, that guy, 
um, with the lisp and with the uh, <laughs> the crazy accent. Uh, that's me on Mondays. Then you come back with your brother, your friend, your coach, your your mentor, uh, uh, brother Tazapa, Uncle Tazapa on Tuesdays with uh, Tazapa Tuesdays, where the brother takes about an hour and goes over current events, uh, things that are happening in the news, um, and you know brings that stuff, that type of stuff out. And then he'll go to an hour class of uh, of a series that he's covering. And he's got some wonderful series, y'all. He's got some wonderful uh, teachings he has going on. So we invite you to check that out. On t- uh, about Tuesdays, then I come back on Wednesdays uh, and continue on with the series and, and the classes that that, that uh, whatever it is we might be that we might be going over. And then, uh, of course, the brother Bonabod comes back on Friday nights and goes over uh, uh, Friday night Bible breakdowns with the brother Bonabod. All right, that's our schedule here for uh, for blog talks. Uh, for the uh, for Bible talk, we invite you to check us out and, and spread the word. All right, we invite, you, we invite you to check us out and spread the word uh, to, to check us out. And if you miss any one of our shows, remember uh, you can find our shows in the library at ISBHBK Bible Talk and Google Podcast and iHeartRadio Podcast and Apple iTunes Podcast and uh, a podcast platform called Podcast Addict. Uh, you can catch uh, any. Uh, the past 300 of our shows that we've done, if you happen to miss any one of them, you can still catch the whole class or catch the whole thing. I'll go back and review the series to catch up where we might be at um, and then even help you study. Uh, it's definitely there, right? It's definitely there. With that being said, we do have a school here, um, uh, here in San Antonio that does have classes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And the school here is called uh, Sword of Truth. All right, the school here is called Sword of Truth, which was established back in 1992, as a matter of fact. Uh, but, again, you can catch the live classes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then Saturdays, they have Sabbath class starting at 10 a.m., all right? And uh, you can test them as of right now on ISBHPK uh, San Antonio, all right? Unless they have a name change, you can catch them in ISBHPK San Antonio, again, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., and then on Saturdays at 10 a.m., all these times being Central Standard Time, all right? Uh, and then as for now, uh, for our schools in Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester, we, uh, uh, the link is still there, isbhbk.com, isbhbk.com. But I imagine that's going to be changing. Uh, but you can check us out on isbhb, isbhbk.com, where you can find our school locations in the Houston area, in the Norfolk area, and in the Rochester, New York area. In our Houston area, the school is located at 231 FM Road 1092 in Stafford, Texas, 77477 being the address there. And they have classes Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays as well. Um, Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, you can join them at at the school from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Then on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then on Saturdays starting at 10 a.m., Again, all these times being Central Standard Time. And as of right, as of right now, you can also catch their live classes uh, at ISBHPK Houston, at ISBHPK Houston. And then for our school in Norfolk, uh, the Stream of Wisdom, uh, which is located at 2610 Granby Street, Nova Virginia, 23517, being the address there. You can catch their classes live every Tuesday and Thursday on Facebook, now, it used to be under the Israelite School of Building History and Practical Knowledge, but I imagine that's going to be changing to the Stream of Wisdom live, uh, live uh, uh, broadcast on Facebook every Tuesday and Thursday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time, and then on on uh, YouTube at Stream of Wisdom, Norfolk, Virginia, every Friday, starting from again from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then on Saturdays, uh, we do invite you to check out the Sabbath ceremony, uh, which does start at 12 noon. Uh, and you can view that live on YouTube as well under the Stream of Wisdom, uh, Nova Virginia YouTube channel. For our school in Rochester, which is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, Suite Number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606, being our address there. And you can catch them live on YouTube as well as of right now at ISBHBK Rochester every Tuesday and Thursday, starting at 10 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then on Saturdays, they have a set of class as well, uh, starting at 10 a.m., all right? For any information for our schools in Houston, Rochester, Houston, Norfolk, or Rochester, please check out isbhbk.com, um, where you also find links to Sweet Ambiance, uh, Chosen Creations, uh, Israelware, and Fringed Up. And to help, help us cover the rents in our schools in Houston, uh, Norfolk, and Rochester, uh, you can link and get a subscription to either Sweet Ambiance, uh, which is the, which it specializes in engine, it specializes in engineering custom fragrances, so that every one of your moods can smell amazing. When you support Sweet Ambiance, you support ISBHBK or the Stream of Knowledge. So we invite you, please, uh, you can start a subscription, a monthly subscription, to where they will get you the fragrance of the month, uh, men, women, or children, uh, and and you can just keep your 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 fragrances. Uh, up and going. We need to get a fragrance for the house uh, as far as uh, in a, in a, in a, a decanter or a diffuser to keep your house with the ambiance in the house good. Check, please check them out. All right? If you need um, uh, custom handmade soaps, custom handmade lotions, custom handmade uh, um, uh, beard oils, hair oils, we invite you please uh, check out uh, Sweet Ambiance uh, where you can uh, get that taken care of. All right? Uh, Chose Creations. Uh, is, is, uh, offers custom engraved jewelry, personalized home decor, and unique gifts you can't find anywhere else, which is 100% true, 100% true. Uh, we invite you to please check them out and, and make some purchases. You, you'll like it, and it also goes to a good cause, and that you're helping keep, helping keep the schools going, again, Houston and Norfolk and in Rochester. There's also links to uh, Israelware or Friends Dumps, where uh, you can get a subscription going, and with depending on your subscription that, that you sign up for, each month you'll be sent the new shirt each month. The shirt includes the border of blue and fringes. Uh, it's 100% pre-shunk cotton, so that it's not going to shrink on you once, once you get it and you wash it. It will come with the vinyl design of the month, all right? Um, and if you up your subscription, uh, you can also get a leather headband to match your shirt, and shipping is included. So please check out... Uh, as of right now, is3speaking.com, and help support some of our businesses to keep, help keep our schools going, help, help keep this, this truth going out. Um, and we also invite you to please check out IS3SBK, um Hidden Truth Bible Show, all right, the Hidden Truth Bible Show, uh, the Five Minutes of Wisdom, and, and also the Israelite Media Corps. They're doing some outstanding productions uh, on each one of these, um, these channels. Uh, check it out just to help keep your, your Israelite knowledge um, uh, up, up to date and up to par. They do a really great, great job in each one of those things. All right, and then uh, if you want to support the school here in San Antonio, we invite you to please uh, either visit the school or check out Eastern Fragrances, um, which is a kiosk located at Rolling Oaks Mall that is right in front of the shoe pallets, all right, at Rolling Oaks Mall on the first floor. 
in between the Great American Cook Company and the elevators going upstairs to the food court. Each of the fragrances, um, as well as like screen ambiance, provides you uh, uh, fragrances uh, of, of your most popular colognes and perfumes, uh, but it's the actual oils uh, that your colognes and perfumes are made from without the alcohol, without the water, um, and the harsh chemicals. Uh, check out Easter fragrances so that every one of your moods uh, can, can be amazing. They, they really hook you up. They do a, some, a great service. And one of the, uh, the unique things with Easter fragrances, that once you purchase a bottle from Easter fragrances, you get half-price refills. All right? Once you purchase a bottle with Easter fragrances, you get half-price refills on whatever fragrance uh, you're choosing. So, uh, and grant please check out Easter fragrances. And On The Mark Moving, which is the moving company uh, that, that the school here has set up, that is a licensed, insured, and bonded moving company that will handle your move with the highest quality and professionalism that you can find anywhere in the city of San Antonio or the state of Texas. They really do some great work. They do a great job. And if you even need help packing, um, uh, preparing for your move, they can also, for one of the greatest fees, they can provide that service for you as well. So please check out Easter Fragrances and Undermark Moving um, uh, at uh, Romeo Small, and they can really, again, uh, help you out, and it will help keep the school running here in San Antonio. All right? And then we also invite you to, uh, to check out uh, EO Pure Therapy. EO Pure Therapy uh, is also located at Romeo Small in the JCPenney wing of the mall which is directly diagonal from H&M Clothing Store across from the Icing uh, uh, Boutique there at the mall. Eastern Fragrance, uh, I'm sorry, um, EO Pure Therapy. I'm sorry, I'm getting you know, on my, my names and everything and stuff. EO Pure Therapy. They customize, uh, their specialty is skincare products. Right? Their specialty is skincare products for, for men, women, and children, um, which includes uh, bath bombs, which includes bath salts, which includes custom handmade soaps, custom handmade lotions, custom handmade um, uh, candles. And you can get a fragrance uh, it's for your person you know, or, or for burning in the house in the diffuser. You can get a custom designed fragrance just for you or they have many of, the, of your uh, of the most popular the firms of co- uh, and colognes as well with the pure actual oil. Um, and you can get any one of those fragrances designed in your own hand soap. Or designed in your own your own custom uh, uh, high quality lotions. All right, uh, the bath bombs, the bath salts is also one of, one of the things that sets them apart uh, from everything else. And you can get any one of your bath bombs or bath salts uh, infused with CBD, CBD oil. All right, um, as well as other CBD products as far as uh, creams, gummies, tinctures, and roll-ons. So we invite you please check out EO Pure Therapy. Uh, located at the mall, which is, is in direct support of the EO Pure Therapy Event Center. The EO Pure Therapy Event Center is located on the second floor of the mall, of the Roadworks Mall, in the uh, far south end of the mall, or where uh, Sears used to be at, right? Where Sears used to be at, on the second floor, uh, right in front of the race car, race car derby track, they're at the mall, uh, but we do have classes there every Sunday. Hebrew, uh, the Paleo Hebrew class is there every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., and you can also check out uh, Dr. Ebony. Right, Dr. Ebony is a holistic doctor um, who, uh, who does free consultations uh, to help you diagnose whatever problems you might have. And she has a, a great line of products to help you not only diagnose what you have going on, but now help you with the herbs, and help you with the um, uh, tinctures that will help you into the uh, fastest, most natural way of recovery. 
So all that is located again at EOP Therapy Event Center, located on the second floor of the Villanova Mall, in the far south end of the mall, uh, where where she used to be at, which is right in front of the race race car derby track, there at the mall. So we invite you to ch- please check out uh, check all the, the these uh, venues out at your convenience. All right. So getting all those announcements out the way, brothers and sisters, this is part of the show where I like to offer prayers for brothers and sisters across the country whose names I have um, that might be going through a little extra something. Now, we know that in these last days, that we're definitely living in, in perilous times, and that we're living in these times where the Lord said there's going to be earthquakes in diverse places. It's going to be uh, uh, pestilences in diverse places. That, it, it, that if Christ doesn't come back soon, he, he does tell us that there will be – there. Will, there would no flesh be saved, all right? So with that, brothers, we want to ensure that we're keeping Zephaniah chapter 2, verse 1 in mind, that we gather ourselves together, you gather together, O nation that desire, and that we pray for one another, all right? And that, we, and that we pray for one another, that we esteem others uh, better than ourselves. So with that, brothers and sisters, um, I'm going to offer up some names, and I invite you to please, uh, at your convenience, maybe write them down. Can we just send your prayers up? You might add these names to your prayer list as well. Um, uh, for all the other people that you might be praying for, that you might add these names to your prayer list as well. Uh, so with that, uh, let's uh, start the prayer off like, like this. Uh, the Most High in the name of Christ, Yahweh Bahashom Yahweh Shai. Please listen to us now, right now. Baba Kushai, Shemai Lanello, Aithah, Please send Michael and the Holy Angels, Baba Kushai, Shalak, Michael Allah, Wa Allah to watch over, La Shemar, Shema'il, to bless Barak, to heal Rapah, protect Hagan, strengthen Chazak, help Izar, guide Shema'il, also with the Shema'il, uh, and please take away Babalusha Lechwach Mayan, all evil call Rai, evil people call Aim, evil spirits, um, uh, Rai Rachayim, uh, sicknesses, guile, and malice from uh, Brother LV. Right, Brother LV, um, and he, as he, he's uh, going through some, some things right now. Uh, for the Brother Thahawam and his wife, Waradaya. For the Brother John Spann. For uh, the sister, Miss Catherine, otherwise known as Ma Dukes. Uh, continue prayers for Becky and Daryl, and for Becky's sister, uh, Carmen. For uh, all my in-laws, the entire Lovett family, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my sister-in-law, my, my, my brother-in-law, and all my nieces and nephews uh, with the Lovett family, uh, for the entire Coach family, uh, Father. For the brother Kazakia and his family and his wife, uh, Shawashana. Uh, for the sister Anagashia. Uh, for the brother Sahawam Racha in Houston. For the brother Sahawam uh, here in San Antonio, uh, West Beverly. For the sister, uh, Ayana, the wife of Brother Awarna Ayer, uh, here in San Antonio, Ayana Bana Banyamian. Uh, for some special needs ch- uh, children, Father. Uh, for the daughter of uh, Brother Tazapa and his wife, Arkaya, uh, who we call Cece. For the daughter of Anagashia and the Brother Gabarkawa, Aja Lee. For the uh, daughter of Brother uh, Banabad and his wife, Kwadashaya, uh, their, their daughter, uh, Aliyah. Uh, we, offer, we ask you, Father, for the brother Tazapah and for his family and for his son, Rapah. Father, we ask for the brother Kwadash Gabar, 
Father, we ask you for the brother Yenawathan. Father, we ask you for the brother Sham Kwadash and his, his wife Mariah. We ask you, Father, for uh, brother Gad, uh, Gavar, I'm sorry, Gavar Gad uh, out there in Florida and for his mother-in-law, Ruthie Mae Johnson. We ask you, Father, for the, the sister and the wife of Bonabad, Sister Kwadashai, Father. We ask you for uh, uh, the mother of LV, Pat Washington. We ask you for the brother Sean Stark. We ask you, Father, for uh, the sister uh, Sylvia Khan. We ask, Father, for the, uh, for, for Gabar's son, uh, Shapar, and also for his son, uh, Ra'ashwan. Uh, we ask you, Father, also for uh, our brother, Yama. We ask you all these things, Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you always. The water of Samyad. Aman. All right, my sisters, now we get that out the way. Cool. Let me, let me close, up, close down some of these web pages and, and articles and everything I got. With that, brothers and sisters, um, if you tune into our class, uh, when I, my last class uh, in the series that I'm covering called To Deny Christ, which was broadcast uh, last Wednesday, right, it was, uh, last Wednesday, it was the 20th part series uh, that we're covering in uh, To Deny Christ. Right? It's a part of a series that we're going over To Deny Christ. And the last, part we touched on, last time we touched on this was last Wednesday. That was last Wednesday. And one of the last scriptures that we did go over last Wednesday is uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 13. And there's no way I can recap all 20 shows that we've done and, and, and have any time left for, for today. So uh, we invite you to please go and check out uh, the series. Uh, you can catch the beginning of it, again, on uh, uh under, under uh, Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. Or on iHeartRadio, on Apple iTunes Radio, on uh, our Google Podcasts and Podcast Addict under the ISBHBK Bible Talk, where our, our library will come up and they're in chronological order by date, and you can go back and, and, and just pull them up at, at your leisure, your convenience, to show in, in the shows that I've done or that Tazapaz done or that the Brother Bonabad has done. So the last, again, the last scripture that we were going over was the temptation of Israelites to deny Christ and that we're caught up with the riches of the world. We're caught up with, with, with uh, the pursuit of money and that being our stability, that being our, our, our only means of, of defense. And let me, on that note, brothers and sisters, let me get this scripture here. Because um, we quote it a lot. It, it is quoted a lot. But let me go ahead and just pull it up. Let me pull up my King James Version Bible. And we're going to look up M-O-N-E-Y-D-E-F-E-N-S-E. Did I spell it right? All right, hold up, hold up, hold up. W-I-S-D-O-F, wisdom, D-E-F-E-N. Got it. I, I spelled it wrong. I spelled the word defense. I spelled it with a, with an S instead of a C. So let's go real quick, brothers and sisters, to uh, Ecclesiastes in the Bible. Uh, Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 7 and verse 12. Now, one thing that, that does get stressed uh, for our, our, our living in this modern world, living in this world that we're in, this, this modern wicked world, that really has nothing to do with the, the, the law, statutes, commandments, or the ways of, of, of God that we do find in the Bible. 
that as we come to this truth, one thing that we're influenced by heavily is the pursuit of money. I'm, I'm, I mean, yes. And one of the scriptures that we do use, uh, and we quote it, we kind of, and really we kind of misquote it, it, it says money is a defense. And a lot of times we hold on to that. We hold on to that. We will hold on to that. But when we come back and actually read the scripture, I'm reading Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse 12. When we read the whole scripture, the first thing, well, I'm just going to read it. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 12. For wisdom is a defense, and money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to him that has it, to them that have it. If we look at this scripture, it says a lot of times we want to just quote money is a defense, but what about the rest of the scripture? What about the very first part of the scripture? That wisdom is a defense. A lot of times we, we only go after what we want and we only listen to what we want to hear, but we're not listening to the whole message of, of the Most High. And with that, and because we don't rightly divide the word of truth, a lot of the things that we wind up doing, that we really think that we're making the right changes and we really think we're doing the right things in the eyes of the Father, and we're still amiss. We're still wrong. So, yeah, it does say, money is a, it does say that money is a defense. But what does it say first? Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 12. For wisdom is a defense. And money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is, is that if, what is the, what's the best thing about knowledge? What's the greatest pivotal point of knowledge? Is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. Wisdom. It didn't say money gives life to them that have it. Solomon, the richest king in Israel, and we, we covered some of Solomon as well uh, this past Wednesday, that the richest king in Israel, that ever recorded in, in, um, among the Israelites, being Solomon. Solomon is telling us what? That wisdom is a defense. And money is a defense, but... The excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. This is what Solomon says. This is what Solomon is trying to let us know. So it's not just a part about money as a defense, but wisdom is a defense. Now, when we couple that, brothers and sisters, you know, precept on precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little, and in rightly dividing the word of truth from 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 15, let's get Isaiah 33 and 6. If we have this in mind, that wisdom is a defense, and money is a defense, but the excellency, what is the excellency of knowledge? If you want to know something, if you, you, you got to know this. If you're going to use knowledge, use something you've got to know. Yes, I've got to know. Then know that wisdom gives life to them that have it. So you can have a lot of rich fools. You can have a lot of people have wealth and riches, and they're fools. And don't have not a lick of wisdom. All right? So let's go to Isaiah chapter 33 and verse 6. The book of Isaiah chapter 33 and verse 6. 
And what does Isaiah chapter 33 verse 6 tell us? Isaiah chapter 33 verse 6. And it says, And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times and strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. And but it says, one thing we was going over on uh, this past Wednesday was, are we actually putting treasures in heaven or are we trying to stack treasures on earth? And, and that from that, you know, no matter serve you masters, either our mind is going to make it more valuable that I'm stacking money on earth and I'm not stacking treasures in heaven, those things that are important to the most high, those things that, that are viable to God, all right? We want to be careful that we don't get caught up into that, into that, in that real slippery tunnel that we will straight backslide right out of, right about here thinking that we're still right with God and we're not. All right, that the most high, his treasure is his wisdom, is his knowledge, and that it's going to be his wisdom and his knowledge that's going to be the stability of our times and the strength of our salvation. The most high stresses his wisdom. He doesn't stress money. He doesn't stress mammon. But living in the world we live in, it's easy to slip into that mentality. And if we go back and study the history of the Israelites, from when we came out of, came out of uh, Egypt, all the way until our present day, we keep making a mistake of thinking it's about how much wealth we accumulate. We, think, we, we keep making a mistake of it's how much money we have that, that that's going to keep us stable. That's going to keep me afloat. That's going to keep me, keep, keep me going. It's my, you know, me and my family, we got to eat. We got to have this. We got to have that. Um, and somehow in that whole mentality, it, get, it, it comes to... Um, uh, we, we slip. It's easy if you think about it. It's easy for to slip into this thing of what I need. Then now every time a new iPhone comes out, yeah, we're just we're just thirsty. Like, I gotta have the new iPhone. I got I got to have it. Really, you really gotta have it. Really. So, so what did people do before there was an iPhone? What did people do before there were cell phones? When we just had pagers. What did we do when there was only one phone in the whole house? It was a landline. And everybody who lived in the house had to use that one phone. <laughs> How did we survive then? But now I need to have the latest iPhone. I need to have the latest tablet. And not just the iPhone. Let me go back to that. I got to have the phone connected to the watch. I just got to have it. I need to have it. Really, you need to? Really? That, that, that's become a need now? I need to have uh, uh, TikTok. I need to have social media. I just need, I need to have, really? That's, that's where we're at now? That's what you need? And again, living in this world is easy to slip into that mentality, especially even as we come back and learning the knowledge of the Most High in Christ through these scriptures. We're actually learning what the, what the Bible is saying, that it would be real easy because we keep caught up in the things around us that we're, we're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. I see this, so I need it. I see that, so I want it. Come on. We, we know that, that uh, shopping psychology, when I say shopping psychology, we know that, that to increase sales, that uh, this is why grocery stores will put all the, all the uh, uh uh, quick rabbit things uh, by, by the cash register. 
uh, when, when you're unloading your basket. That's going to be the candy bars. It'll be the uh, uh, um, the Tic Tacs. That's when it'll be the the, the, the magazines. That's when it'll be just little trinkets uh, or, or whatever. So as you see it, you're already putting clothes, uh, putting things, or uh, uh, items on the uh, 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 to to, uh, to be scanned. You're like, you know what? Let me just grab this real quick. I saw it. Oh yeah, I see it. So I want this. Oh yeah, I see it. So I want that. And they know this, and they did it on purpose. And that's why they put also like little toys and stuff that catches the kids' eyes. So that they're like, oh, 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 can I have this? Oh, 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 I want this. But some kids get real slick, and they'll go and grab it, and they'll put it up on, they'll sneak it and put it up on the, uh, um, what do you call that thing? The the, the the groceries going up to the cashier. They'll sneak it right up in there like, you're just scanning anyway, so go ahead and scan this. And you want to get home like, how the hell do I get this? Uh, 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 I, I don't know. But it's the thing of when I see something, I got to have it. When I see it, if I don't have it, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't have self-esteem. When I see it, I don't feel confident in myself that people don't talk about me because I don't have the latest clothes. I don't have the latest uh, 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 phone. I don't have the latest whatever the new trend or fad is. Since I don't have it, I'm a nobody. So if we're not careful, we'll walk by sight and not by faith. And, and, again, the faith is faith in what the scripture says, faith in the true message of the Most High, faith in the wisdom of the Most High, faith in the knowledge of the Most High, how he does things. That we won't have faith in those things, that we're going to have more faith in what I see. And because what is what I see, I need it. Now it becomes a need. It's not just a lust. It becomes, it's not just or considered a lust. It's a need. I've got to have it. That mentality, brothers and sisters, that we go and study our history of the Israelites, we have carried that mentality for thousands of years. Since we came out of Egypt, we've had that mentality. Even when God was taking care of every, all of our, our needs, we had to have more. We had to have more. So these are some of the things, brothers and sisters, that we got to be careful of uh, as, as we're waking up and we're trying to do and rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord and do it right by God, we've got to be careful, all right, that we get so caught up in what I see, and now I'm, I'm trying to use, again, that money as a defense, that it's just about the money, but it's not about actually using God's wisdom, that we're we'll up rejecting God and not, don't even realize it. We're we'll re- denying God and denying Christ and don't even realize it. So one of the last scriptures that we did read on Wednesday uh, is Luke chapter 12, uh, verses 13 through, let me see here, through 21. Luke chapter 12, verses 13 through 21. I'm going to read through this, and then we're going to continue on with the class. All right, so what we're dealing with here now is the parable of the rich fool. All right, what we're dealing with now is the parable of the rich fool. So in Luke chapter 12, verse 13, it says, And one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother, that he divide the inheritance with me. So here we have two brothers that I, I take it their father died, and now it's time to split the inheritance. And one brother comes to Christ and says, hey, hey, he won't share. You know, I, I imagine these are grown-ass men, <laughs> and they're, they're disciples. They're following Christ, and the ones that is, is saying to Christ, man, tell them to share. 
Switching hands with me. He ain't being fair. Sabino Christ is the judge. Jesus Christ is the Messiah. It would seem like it's a good idea to have, to have Christ mediate who should get the hands and how it should be split. A person of the world might think that that's proper. But let's read verse 14. Luke chapter 4, verse 14. And he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? Dude, bruh, bruh. I think I'm being joined by my brother Gabar for a while. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. All right, Maurice Dakota. Brother Gabar Kawa, shalom, 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 shalom. You there? Shalom, sir. You how about Shami Al-Shabar? You how about Shami Al-Shabar? Sir, was good, was good, was good. Um, uh, Heavenly Father is good. And um, getting this information out to, to uh, call Yasha Allah. Khan, Khan, Khan. Um, I believe you were uh, to kind of recap a little bit. Um, Luke twelve. Right, right, right. We're in Luke twelve and verse uh, uh, fourteen. If you want to read that for me again, and we, we can continue on. Khan, Luke chapter twelve and verse fourteen reads, and he said unto him, Man. Who made me a judge or a divider over you? Man, br- bruh. <laughs> you really think that, okay, I came to save the whole nation of Israel. I came for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I came to teach repentance to get back with God because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And you want me to be a judge over you and to, to divide y'all's inheritance? We had to get the nation saved. And you, y'all, y'all two really coming to me about... <laughs> Make sure he's being fair. Make sure he shares with me. Bruh. Verse 15. And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetedness. For a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. Man, he said, y'all better be careful. You know, I mean, I mean, let me drop game on y'all. <laughs> let, let, let me put y'all up on something. You better beware of, of covetousness. Be, 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 be careful that you ain't getting caught up into just things you want. Covetousness, the, 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 the basic stripped down definition of covetousness, I'm not going to look it up. It's just you want something. You want something so bad you do anything for it. That's covetousness. That you got, you have to possess. I, I got to have this. So Christ said, "Hey, I'm gonna game money. Be careful that you don't get caught up in covetousness. That you caught up into, I got to have this. I got to have that. Be careful. He said, why? Because a man's life, your life is supposed to be more than just what you have. So if I don't have a car, well, not not a car. If I don't have this iPhone, I'm a nobody. If I don't have this this uh." Uh, I'm going to say, if I don't have the latest car, I know my brother Jabal Kawa is trying to get a car right now, so I don't want him to feel bad about that. But you have people who every year, they've got to have the newest Cadillac that comes out. they got to have the newest Ferrari that comes out. I've got to have the latest. I can't have, man, this 2023, ugh. You still driving 2019? Ugh. 
let alone, I'm going to tell you all right now, it, it's been parked only because I can't see the drive right now, but I got me a 2008 Toyota Yaris. <laughs> Go look it up. And I want my kids to give me a TikTok. No, no, no. What is it? What's the, the what, what's, what's that body supposed to give me? No, no. The talk. The uh, I said TikTok, but it's not a talk. I'll, I'll think of it. I want something just basic. Just get my. I don't need to have the latest uh, Mercedes. I don't even know. Do they sell Lexuses anymore? I don't even know. <laughs> that if I don't have this status symbol, I'm a nobody. And that's what you make your life of, that your life is and what you possess and what you own. That now if you don't have this, you don't have that, you're a nobody. Come on. Christ is saying, look, a man's life consists more, consists not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. That can't be what your life is about. That is not why God created you. That if your thought really is God created you on this, on this earth, so you keep up with, with every new version of iPhone that comes out, you there. With every new version of whatever the newest TV is, you got it. Whatever the latest fad is, you just got to have it. And that's the reason why God put you on the earth, so that you can keep up with the Kardashians. Come on. That, that's stupid. That, 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 that's why God made you? And then now you feel suicidal, depressed because I don't have these things? Stop. Stop. Verse 16, sir. Con, Luke chapter 12 and verse 16 reads, And he spake terrible unto them, saying, The ground of a certain man or a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. There will sow all my fruits and my goods. All right, so and Christ trying to give some 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 understanding, trying 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 to drop bars. <laughs> I dig this, peep this, man. There was a certain rich man. This and this dude was balling. This dude was, 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 had it going on. And he was like, man, I've got so much money. I don't have enough. For, I, don't have, I don't have enough to keep everything. What I got right now is too small for what I got going on. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to knock down all I got. I got to build me something bigger to hold all that I got. Because I've got things going out of control. Sweetheart, come in. Give me one second, uh, everybody. Give me one second. You can't hear Uncle Gabar reading right now. So get your phone, call in, and listen to the – you can listen to Uncle Gabar reading. You, you, you'll be able to hear him. That's for my daughter, brother and sister. This is my daughter. She, she's trying to listen in class, trying to soak up some of this knowledge from her old, balding, uh, old man. <laughs> so Christ is trying to drop game, right, and tell him, look, 
Y'all get so caught up into what you own and what you possess, and that you got to keep up with the Kardashians, you got to keep up with the Joneses. You just got to have, you got to have, got to have, and you think that's what life is about? He's like, all right, look, there was a certain rich man. He brought and uh, he brought forth plenty. He had a lot going. He had he was balling. All right, and he thought within himself, saying, "What shall I do, man? I, I got I have no room." Where to bestow my fruit? Man, I got so much going on. This too, but I, the way I'm living, what I got is just too small for me. I need bigger. I need more. And he said, "You know, I got a plan. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pull out my barns and build greater, and then I'll be able to store all my fruits and my goods, man. Because I, I need something bigger. It's a, we got to grow. I got to have more. I need something bigger." Uh, verse 19, sir. Con, and I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. The most said unto him, but God said unto him, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. So that's what we went over on Wednesday. I want to continue from that point right there. All right. Again, if you missed the class on Wednesday, it is available um, at ISBHPK Bible Talk. Again, on iHeartRadio Podcast, on Google Podcast, on Apple iTunes Podcast, and Podcast Addict, as well as www that blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. All right, from there, uh, I'm asking Brother Gabar, can we please go to Psalms chapter 37? We're going to do a lot of reading. Um, for the rest of this class, we're going to be doing a lot of reading, brothers and sisters. We're going to do a lot of reading. Um, can we go to Psalms chapter 37? And let me think about this. Let me think about this. Yeah, we got to start at verse 1. We're going to be 1 through 16. Psalms chapter 37, verses 1 through 16. Psalms chapter and, and I'm going to tell you, brother, again, brother, and sisters, please, uh, hang on. Today we're going to do a lot of reading, all right? Today we are going to do a lot of reading. So Psalms chapter 37, and we're going to start at verse 1. If you got me, Brother Kawhi, please, please hit that up. Con. Psalms chapter 37 and verse 1 reads, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. So we're going to get into this. And the reason I'm starting here, and it might seem like it's a jump, it's got nothing to do with with, uh, uh, what we left off at with Luke, but the reason of purpose, I want to get into the reason why a person will really hold on to their thing that it's all about money. A a, a person, especially for us as Israelites, that it's all about how much I'm stacking, how much I have, um, and, and what, what I possess. That it's easy for us to fall into those things. It's, 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 it's not that hard to, to, to fall into that. Now, this here, brothers and sisters, we're reading a psalm of David. All right? We're reading a psalm of David. And he's telling us not to fret because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Don't get caught up in what evildoers do. Now, remember, 
evildoers, as we're going through this, uh, go back and catch our show uh, last Monday, how uh, that evil is you're only looking out for, for self. You're not looking out for nobody else. That you only can caught up with what you possess and what you got going on, and you, you got no charity. You have no, you got not having nobody else. It's just all about you. That that's evil, and that that's what the Israelites have been showing since we came out of Egypt. So he says, so fret not thyself because of evil doers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Now he, he, the, David is going to help us. Explain, he's going to explain why, and but why a person would get. Fretful. Let me look at the word fret real quick. Let me just come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. When we look at the word fret, I'm going to the Webster's uh, uh, 1828 dictionary. Fret. All right, so fret means uh, to rub, to wear away. Um, to corrode, something to gnaw at you. It's, it, 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 just, it just keeps getting to you. It, it's rubbing you wrong. Um, to agitate violently, uh, to tease, to irritate, something that vexes you or makes you angry. David is saying, look, don't, don't fret or get angry or be irritated or get rubbed the wrong way because of evildoers. Don't be envious I got to have what they have, those who work iniquity. And it's easy to go there because those that do these things in this world got money, got material things. And now it'll, it'll be this mindset of, damn, here I am trying to follow the Most High, but do everybody the Most High, and I ain't got nothing. But if I was going to act like the, they do, I'm supposed to have this. If I'm going to start doing what they do, I'll, I'll have these things. If I start worrying about my money, if I start worrying about uh, 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 my material things, like the rest of the world does, what's wrong with that? And David's saying, no, brothers and sisters, uh-uh. No, Israel, be careful. Don't let that mentality slip into you. And this is what Christ was trying to warn us about when he was talking to these brothers. Verse 2, sir. Did I, hang up, did I hang up on him? Brother Gabar, are you there? Right, I, know, I know he's even having a phone problem, so uh, I'm going to read verse 2. So in Psalm 37, verse 2, it says, For they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and wither as the green earth. So it's telling you that those that, that, that are evildoers and work iniquity, and it seems like they get over and they have a lot of things, but they're doing it the wrong way, he said, don't worry about it. They're going to be cut down. Verse 3, trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. So trust in the Most High. Trust in his words. Trust in, in doing what's right and good in his eyes. Keep stacking those treasures in heaven. Keep doing those things that he favors. Keep doing those things that make, him, uh, make, you, make us accepted in his eyes. Keep doing those things that, that, that he looks at and says, and, and says, when you do things like that, that's thankworthy. Trust in the Lord and do good. 
so shall thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. And, and many times we worry about how we're going to eat. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, somehow we got we got cut off, bro. I don't know what happened. All right, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Not it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Me and you both have phone problems, so it's not a problem. It's almost expected. All right. All right. Uh, so I'm sorry. Can you can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Loud and clear. Okay. We're in verse three. Psalms chapter thirty-seven and verse three. Psalms chapter thirty-seven and verse three reads, "Trust in the Lord and do good." So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. So it says, trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. And a lot of times, you know, one of the, one of the sayings that we use is, how are me and my family going to eat? How are we going to be taken care of? And David is answering this. If we keep trusting in the Lord and keep doing good, good and storing those treasures with the Most High, we're going to eat. We're going to be fed. Brothers and sisters, let's, let's not get... I'm not going to go there, but I'm going to ask you, um, uh, everybody, on your off time or when you not listen to blog talk or whatever, go back and read about how our, our foreparents and coming out of Egypt, the Lord literally gave us angels food. He literally fed us with manna from heaven, and we got to where we started complaining about that. And it tells you specifically that the manna was, was, was customized to every man's tasting, so every man found it to be good. And we still, we got to a point where we bitched and complained about that. That it wasn't enough. That we're eating angel food. I got to have some meat. And we got to bitch and complain so much that the Lord said, so Moses, because we were about to kill Moses. That just eating manna, manna eating just this, this angel food every day, that the Lord is providing this for us every day, that's not enough. You gotta have more. And we got to a point where our lust, our covetousness got so bad, we was about to put Moses to death. So the Lord had to tell Moses, hold up, I got you. Stand back, Moses. Look, tell let them know tomorrow, y'all want meat? Oh, y'all gonna have meat. Y'all wanna eat? Oh, y'all gonna eat. Oh, y'all gonna eat. And the quail, he had he had he had a I don't even know what to call it, a swarm or 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 he had so much quail uh, uh, that we had, and it says as we as we killed the quail and was cooking it and we was eating it, that it literally was was multiplying in our mouth as we ate it, so that it was literally coming out of our noses. That y'all gonna bitch complain so much <clears throat> that you gotta have something. All right, cool. I hear you. I all the complaints. You you oh, you want y'all want to kill Moses because. It didn't matter. What I'm giving you ain't enough for you. You're not content of how I'm taking care of you. That now you're about to kill Moses, and you just got to have meat. All right, bet. Oh, y'all going to eat this meat. Y'all going to eat it until it's literally coming out of your noses. Y'all going to eat this damn meat. We don't want to fall into those mentalities, but we're supposed to learn from our past. We're supposed to learn from the history the Bible gives us. This is why David can tell us in verse 3, Brother, Brother Goodbye, you got that? Con. And your voice is getting a little bit distant, huh? It's getting a little bit distant. Is that better? A little bit better, yes. All right. Uh, 
Psalms chapter 37 and verse 3 reads, Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. We're going to be taken care of. We're going to be fed. Reading on. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. It says we have to delight ourselves also in the Lord, storing those treasures in heaven, doing those things that please him, like being humble, being meek, taking low, allowing ourselves to be defrauded, doing those things, that, that, and, and delighting ourselves that I'm doing this for the most high. I'm taking low. I'm being, being, I'm being humble. I'm not caught up into I've got to keep up with, with, with the latest thing that's going on. I get to have more, or I'm a nobody. Or people are going to look at me and, and think I'm a nobody. Because they're going to look at me like, 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 like I'm, I, ain't, I, I ain't doo-doo. It says, delight thyself also in the Lord. And the Most High will give you the, the, the desires of our heart. If we're delighting ourselves in what the Lord wants, it ain't about just us being in America. The desires of our heart is that we'll finally, we want land. You, so being in America, you know, is you want to own land. All right, cool. If we just delight ourselves in, 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 in the ways of the Most High, he has land for us. And guess what that's called, brothers and sisters? The promised land. Where there's no mortgage, there's no state taxes, it can never be taken away from you. It can never be foreclosed on. And it will provide generational wealth and food and everything for, for generations to come. All of us. You in a house? Cool. What did Christ say? In my father's house are many mansions. That's what Christ said. So if we delight in doing the things that the Most High wants in the midst of this evil and wicked world, oh, we're going to get the desires of our heart, but it's not going to be in this polluted land. Micah 4 and 10. Reading on, sir. Con, Psalms chapter 37 and verse 5 reads, Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Commit our way to the Lord, trust in him, and he shall bring it to pass. How is the most likely to know you're committed if you can't? If One of my favorite songs, uh, uh, New Edition, Can You Stand the Rain? Can You Stand the Rain? That are you really committed to what the Most High wants? How can the Most High tell if we're really committed to what he has going on if we don't endure, if, if we don't go through some things and try to keep the scriptures and try to be faithful to what the book says? Remember, brothers and sisters, we cannot forget what happened with Job. We can't forget what happened with Job. When Satan attacked him, the most I knew that Job was, was going to endure and withstand whatever was being done to him. But remember, when, when first Satan hit, hit the most high about Job saying what? Yeah, because you blessed Job? Oh, yeah, he's in there with you right now. <clears throat> Take away everything. He'll curse you to your face. You know what? You, that's what you think? Cool. All that he has is in your hand. Just don't take his life. For Job to lose everything in an instant, 
Not because he was wicked. Not because he was 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 doing something wrong. It wasn't even to test Job. It was the most high proof of Satan wrong. Job don't fear me because of what I blessed him with. I bless him because he fears me. You don't believe? All right, cool. Take everything he got. Just don't take his life. Satan did that. What did Joseph do? And that, what did Job do? He kept his integrity. He kept his faith and fear to the, to the Most High. He wasn't counting that the Most High is with me because of the material things I have. No, Most High is only with me because I have this, I have that. I've got all these kids. I've got all this money. I've got these houses. I've got all this wealth. I've got servants. That's how the Most High is with me. He wasn't using it as the measure of why he's going to be serving the Most High. Then Satan came back at the Most High. Hey, Moses said, hey, you saw what you did to Job, and he still keeps his integrity. What does Satan say? Hey, skin for skin. If it comes to a man wanting to save his life and lose everything, he'll lose everything to save his life. Cool. Attack his health. Not because he's eating wrong. Not because he, he, he's, he's uh, uh, eating unhealthy. Not because he's living an unhealthy lifestyle. Strike his health. Get him. Just don't kill him. And what did Job do? Even in the midst of, of, of being stricken with, 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 a, with a disease or stricken with an affliction, that would make a person want to die, but you're not dying. Job still kept his integrity. He wasn't like, why is the Most High doing this to me? And, you know, fuck this, that it was wrong for me to be serving the Most High. It was wrong for me to think about trying to do good. I should be doing it for self. It didn't have Job regretting, like, I regret that I ever served the Most High. I regret that I ever did anything for the Most High, because look at what I'm going through now. Job did not take that mentality. And in doing those things and showing that he was committed to the Most High, how the Most High came back and blessed him. How the Most High came back and blessed uh, 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 Joseph being sold out by his brothers. How he blessed Christ being sold out by the whole nation. We have to show that we're committed. Verse, uh, verse 6. Time. Psalms chapter 37 and verse 6 reads, And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. And he's going, and the most High is going to show the world that the way we've been living is the right way of doing things. Because everybody will look at us like, because they use the world's wisdom and the world standard, that they live by how the most High wants you to live, that that's wrong, you're stupid, you're a fool. But he said he will bring forth thy righteousness, that you've been doing things right by the most High. We've been doing things right by the most High. He's going to bring that forth as the light. And thy judgment as the noonday, that, the, that we're judging things the way the most high judges things. Not by how the world judges things, by what we possess, that what, by what we have. Reading on. Time. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wickedness. Bringeth wicked devices to pass. What is he saying here? Rest, Rest in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. 
stop, 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 stop getting yourself all worked up and, 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 and full of stress, anxiety. Rest in the Lord. Keep doing things right by the most high. Rest in the Lord and wait how? Patiently for him. Don't get agitated. Don't get angry. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way. That the thought process will be down. This, this person could be as negative, uh, as selfish, as only thinking about him, and he's prospering. I'm sitting trying to think about the most high. I'm sitting trying to do right, and, and I, got, I don't have nothing to show for it. Maybe that's the way I should have been going. Maybe I should have been doing it that way. Maybe I should have been looking out for me. Because look at all he's got, and I ain't got nothing. David is trying to warn us, do not let that creep into your minds. Now, remember, why did David give us this advice? David had to deal with Saul for over 20 years. After David was anointed king, he had to put up with Saul trying to kill him, uh, being covetous, just waking the hell out for a 20-year period. David had to leave his home. The wife David had from Saul, his daughter, Saul took her back. David had to go and hide among our actual national enemies because of how hard Saul was, was coming after him to kill him, to defame him, to slander him. So, yeah, David is, 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 has plenty of experience to be able to give us this understanding, to be able to give us this knowledge. This is why most I chose it. David is a man of my own heart. Yeah, he's a warrior. Yeah, he's a straight-up killer. David's a bad dude. But David is not going to use any of those talents against Saul. He's not going to take advantage of his own hands. He fears me. That's why he was raised up to become king. Then if, now, look at, look at the pattern, y'all. After getting anointed king, by Samuel. It took 20 years before David actually sat on the throne? Have we, do, we, do we put these things in context? It wasn't like the next day David had the whole kingdom and everybody was answering to him. That's not how it happened. So for David to give us this, this advice, he, he, he has earned the right to give us this advice. Read verses 7 and 8 one more time, please. I'm going to let you read the whole thing through. Time. Psalms chapter 37 and verse 7 reads, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Because where does anger rest at? The bosom of a fool. What's one of the one on the list of the lust of the flesh? What is one of the words in that list of the lust of the flesh that is really about your flesh? It's really about covetousness? Wrath. Because you see somebody who's aiming think about the most high, they're prospering. You see somebody who come up with all type of schemes. As we go over uh, this past Wednesday, you come up with all these different schemes, 
You come up with all these different plans to make yourself prosper at the cost of everybody else just so you have enough because you think that's wisdom. David is, is telling us here. He's giving us instructions. Cease from anger. Forsake wrath. Stop getting irritated, agitated, or rubbed wrong that now you figure you have to take matters in your own hands, that you're going to do evil. David had to have been going through some of the same thoughts in order for him to give us his advice. That I'm going to get mine. What about me? That, that I'm being forgot about. They got theirs. What about mine? What about me? David said, don't, don't let yourself go there. Reading on, reading on. Verse 9. We're, we're in Psalm chapter 37 and verse 9. Time. Psalm chapter 37 and verse 9 reads, For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. Uh-oh. We will find out in, in this chapter, brothers and sisters, this is where a lot of the things that, that Christ was teaching on in Matthew, in Matthew the fifth chapter, the Beatitudes. He was going. He was pulling a lot of these things from right here. That the meek are going to inherit the earth. You worried about a, a, a little house? You worried about a little bit of money? You you worried about about the the the, the iPhone? You worried about the, the 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 latest computer? You worried about you you you're stacking your your worth. And if you have those things, don't you know the meek are going to get the whole earth? Why are you being so small minded? Why are you being so 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 small minded? When I, when I look at this scripture, I'm gonna know this right now because it's helping me as, as we need to be watch our spirits, our minds watched daily. This is helping me because this helps remind me that for as rich as Donald Trump is, I'm using him because he he's he's rich and he was the president and some of the evils. I mean, come on, he was the first one to pull a coup in American history at the White House. Come on. And they're still trying to get him reelected in 2024. And for all the wealth he has, you know what I look at, brothers and sisters, if I can share this with y'all? That's what God gives somebody he hates. If people like Donald Trump can get those things, and that's where someone God hates, what is God going to give the ones he loves? That we're going to get the earth? We, 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 we have the wrong perspectives. We, we, we don't be looking at things the right way. We, we, we need an attitude adjustment. We need a mental adjustment. We need to get our perspectives in the, in the right place. The righteous are going to inherit the earth. Or is that just something that we read in, in, in Sunday school and just let it go? Because now if I don't have, because somebody owes me this or because I don't have this, God ain't with me. God's with them and not with me, so I got I to gotta do the same thing. I'm going to get mine by any means necessary. Really? For the love of money, people will rob from their own brother. For the love of money. That this is where I'm judging and gauging if God is with me or not? Come on, y'all. 
fam, we got to do better. Let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. Time. Psalms uh, chapter 37 and verse 10 reads, For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yeah, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. And all his riches, everything he built, and all his legacies, and, 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 and all his real estate, and all his properties, and, and, and all his cars, and everything he's got, it's going to come to nothing. Reading on. Time. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plotteth against the just. Hold on one second, one second, one second, one second, one second. Stand up. that we get that when we go ahead and just rest in the most high 
that I'm doing right by the most high. So what I keep looking at, instead of getting agitated at what the wicked are doing, instead of getting getting uh, uh, rubbed the wrong way that I need to go ahead and do like them and take matters in my own hands, the peace of mind that a person gets that I'm doing right by the most high, that should give a person peace. Not, I don't have what they have. I'm being shorted. They're getting over on me. I look like a fool. I need to have this. I need to have that. Because I don't have these things, that means God must not be with me. All that mental stress and anxiety that a person puts himself through, why? Because you're using the wrong standard. Because we're using the wrong standard. So we don't have any peace. Now I'm worried about people going to steal from me. I'm worried about who's trying to rob me. I'm worried about who's trying to get over on me. And I'm trying to do all this watching so I can keep, try to keep up with the Joneses. You're, doing, you're putting yourself through all that, and you got no mental peace. You have no mental peace. You have no stability in your, in your mind, not just in your finances. You have no stability in your mind. That's hell, brothers and sisters. That is hell. Let's keep reading. Con, Psalms chapter 37 and verse 12 reads, The wicked plotteth against the just and gnasheth upon him with his teeth. The, meaning the wicked is going to always try to find a way to make the just feel like they're doing wrong. The wicked is going to always have something to say about why the just doesn't have this. You don't have that. You don't have what I have. The wicked is always going to plot to try and show how they are doing things right, but the ones that are actually being just with the most high, how the ones being just with the most high must be wrong. Reading on. God, the Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. The most high is laughing at this person. Because the most high is bad. So you really think that's going to save you? You really think that, that what you, how you've been doing things is going to help? And now you're gnashing. You, you're trying to make the ones who are doing right by me feel bad? you trying to get them to regret serving me? Nigga. I got you. Reading on. Time. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn out the sword and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy and to slay such as be upright conversation. Be of oh. upright conversation. Man. Their, their words cut like a knife. The way they talk and they, they, they try and get, they make sure they get up under your skin to cast down the poor and needy. Just to make you a person feel bad for doing right by the most high. And they slay such as be of an upright conversation. The ones that are speaking right there, well, hold up. This is how the most high thing's done. That's stupid. That's dumb. That ain't wisdom. That ain't the spirit. That ain't the most high. But that's what the wicked will do. Reading on. Their sword shall enter into their own heart and their bows shall be broken. <laughs> their own words are going to cut them. Their own words are going to cut them because they're hypocrites. Reading on. Verse 16, we want to get to. Con, Psalm chapter 37 and verse 16 reads, A little that a righteous man hath, 
is better than the riches of many wicked. Uh-oh. A little that a righteous man has, a little that a righteous man has is better than the riches of many wicked. So, again, in taking these things into consideration, brothers and sisters, we don't want to get caught up into the, the standard of the world that God is with me because of the things that I possess. That, and now, by any means, whatever I'm doing, that I can, I can have this, I possess this, and whatever it is, I'm good because this is how the wicked, this is how everybody else is doing. That if everybody else is living this way and they're coming up, then let me live the same way. Let me do the same stuff. Because this being broke, this being poor, this being needy, this ain't working for me. I need to go ahead. You know, I know this, this, the, that we were warned that in the last days, perilous times shall come, that men should be lovers of their own selves, selfish and high-minded. I know that's what the Bible says, but you know what? This is about me now showing that I got wisdom. This is about me now showing that God's with me because of what I possess, because of the material things that I've accumulated. We're going to have these mentalities, brothers and sisters, and it's not going to work. It's not going to work. So from there, brothers and sisters, let's go to, and help try to drive this point a little bit more. Uh, that was Psalm chapter 37. Let's go to, this is where, brothers and sisters, we're going to do a lot of reading. We're going to do a lot of reading. We're going to read Second Ezra chapter 3 and chapter 4, if we can get to it. We're going to read Second Ezra chapter 3 and chapter 4. So let's go to Second Ezra in the Apocrypha. Let's go to Second Ezra in the Apocrypha, chapters 3 and chapters 4. Time. Let's read. Second Ezra is chapter 3 and verse 1 in the Apocrypha reads, In the 30th year after the ruin, after the ruin of, I'm sorry, bro. That, uh, the, the last word, uh, something's wrong with my screen. I can't read that. La- the, the last. Okay, okay, cool. We're, we're, we're cool. It's cool. Okay. It, it says, in the 30th year after the ruin of the city. Okay, Con. In the 30th year after the ruin of the city, I was in Babylon and lay troubled upon my bed, and my thought came up over my mind or my heart. All right, cool. So what Ezra is explaining here is that this after after uh, Jerusalem had been ransacked, uh, and now Ezra is in Babylon, and he's on his bed, he's troubled. His mind is, is, is going crazy. And these are the type of thoughts that came into his mind, into his heart. Reading on verse 2. Con, for I saw the desolation of Zion and the wealth of them that dwelt at Babylon. Look at what, what Ezra is saying, where, what was troubling his mind. Jerusalem has now been destroyed. Zion has been destroyed. And he's looking at the wealth of them that dwell in Babylon. Like, y- y'all living like this? Jerusalem is done. But y'all over here living like this? It was messing with him. Reading on, verse 3. 
Satan, and my spirit was sore moved, so that I began to speak words full of fear to the Most High and said, What? He began to speak words full of what? Full of fear. Full of fear. Full of fear. That his spirit was so vexed. He was going through it so much at looking at the desolation of Zion, but the wealth of those that lived in Babylon, then now he's speaking with fear, not out of respect, but out of straight being afraid like, damn, are we going to have everything taken care of? But it, so by doing right, this is what we're going to get? By following you, this, 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 is, this is the result of what happens for following you, but yet look at how they're living in Babylon? One of, one of, what is it? One of the eight wonders of the world is the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Do you know what kind of riches you had to have for the Hanging Gardens of Babylon? When y'all get a chance for your own homework, go look up the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. <clears throat> Remember, in, in, the, in the visions of Daniel, Babylon represented the, the head of gold. It was the top nation. Very rich. But wicked as hell. To where it's got Ezra in a tiffy. It got him in a panic. Let's read on. Verse 4. Time. Verse 4. O Lord, who bearest rule, thou spakest at the beginning, when thou didst plant the earth, and that thyself alone, and commandest the people. And gavest the body unto Adam without soul, which was the workmanship of thine hands, and didst breathe into him the breath of life, and he was made living before thee. Right, true, bad. And thou leadest him into paradise, which thy right hand had planted, before ever the earth came forward. No doubt, Adam was had the dominion. Go ahead. And unto him, thou gavest commandment to love thy way which he transgressed and immediately thou appointest this death in him and his generations and in his generations of whom came nations tribes people and kindreds out of number cool you gave him commandment he brought a commandment now death came death. and every people walked after their own will and did wonderful things before thee and despised thy commandment and so everybody was doing their own will. Everybody was now was doing what, what they wanted. There was nobody to be, keep the dominion, to keep the, the right order in the earth, because Adam transgressed. So now everybody could just do what the hell they wanted to do. And they did some wonderful things, like, good Lord, this is what they're doing? And despise God's commandments. Reading on. And again, in process of time, thou broughtest the flood upon those that dwelt in the world and destroyedest them. Go ahead. And, it came and why? Why were they destroyed? Because they're walking after their own will. Reading on. And it came to pass in in every of them that as death was to Adam, so was the flood to thee. All right. So as Adam had to die when he was given paradise. Now all the, everybody else had to had to face the flood. Go ahead. Nevertheless, one of them that left this, namely Noah, with his household, of whom came all righteous men. No doubt. Go ahead. And it happened that when they, they that dwelt upon the earth began to multiply and had gotten them many children and were a great people, 
they be, they began again to be more ungodly than the first. Then now, now after the flood, and people were multiplying, people got more wicked than the people on the other side of the flood. It increased where people were doing that much more of what they just wanted to do and how they were going to acquire wealth, how they were going to acquire uh, 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 property, how they were going to be acknowledged. Reading on. Time. Now, when they lived so wickedly before thee, thou didst choose thee a man from among them whose name was Abraham. Read on. Him thou lovest, and unto him only thou showedest thy will. Now, to him, of everybody on the planet Earth, the only one you showed your will to, Father, was Abraham. The only one you showed how to please you was Abraham. Reading on. Time. And madest an everlasting covenant with him, promising him that thou wouldest never forsake his seed. No doubt. Praise the Lord. Go ahead. And unto him thou gavest Isaac, and unto Isaac also thou gavest Jacob and Esau. As for Jacob, thou didst choose him to thee and put by Esau. And so Jacob became a great multitude. And it came to pass that when thou leadest his seed, and it came to pass that when thou leddest his seed out of Egypt, thou broughtest them up to the Mount Sinai. Right. So this, you know, a brief history from Adam all the way down to, to, to Jacob and, and Israel coming out of, uh, out of Egypt, that we came to Mount Sinai, where we got the, the Ten Commandments. Reading on. And bowing the heavens, thou didst set fast the earth, movest the whole world, and madest the depths to tremble, and troublest the men of that age. Go ahead. And the, thy glory went through four gates of fire and of earthquake and of wind and of cold, that thou mightest give the law unto the seed of Jacob and diligence unto the generation of Israel. So the most did, did a whole lot of things. Most did a whole lot of things so that the seed of Jacob might be diligent to how he wants things done. Knowing that all the rest of the world was wicked, was off. They were only thinking about themselves. So the most I did all these great miracles in front of, to make the Israelites witnesses of his power so that we might stay true to the most high and his way of doing things. Reading on. Con. And what verse, we in? what verse are we in? We are in Second Ezra chapter 3 in the Apocrypha chapter uh, verse 20. Go ahead. And yet tookest thou not away from them a wicked heart, that thy law might bring forth fruit in them. For the first Adam bearing a wicked heart transgressed and was overcome, and so be all they that are born of him. So the first Adam got a wicked heart and transgressed. And remember that what was that wicked heart that was in Adam? There's got to be a greater wisdom than what the Most High gave. Remember first that was presented to Eve that there's a greater wisdom, there's something more, there's something deeper, there's something more mystical. There's something more mystical than just doing things the way the Most High does things. No, you gotta, it's got to become deeper. There's got to be a greater wisdom, a, a, a greater knowledge. you got to have more. See, by doing things the Most High's way, you're, you're being put in a box, and you got to think outside the box. you got to be more creative. you got, you got to touch the abstract. you got, you got to look behind the closed door. There's more to it. That's what caught Adam up. 
And he said, now that mentality stayed with a lot of people. There's got to be something more. It's got to be deeper. There's got to be a deeper knowledge, a deeper understanding to what's going on. And it was that same thought process where when Eve brought that to Adam, Adam didn't shut that down. Curiosity killed the cat. Pandora's box, I don't know whatever scenario you need to use. There's got to be something deeper, something more, something greater. There's just got to be. I got to be on a level so I'm smarter, deeper, wiser, more spiritual than everybody else. Forgetting that the law is what? The law is spiritual. This is the thing the way the most high wants things done. That is spiritual. But no, there's got to be something more to it. That's what Adam did, but did we read? Did we study? No. Let's read on. Con, check it, Ezra chapter 3 in the Apocrypha, verse 22. Mm-hmm. Thus, infirmity was made permanent, and the law in the heart of the people was the malignity of the root, so that the good departed away and the evil abode still. Now, check, let's check what's going on. He breaks it down from Adam, coming down to Noah. That the whole world was off, but Moses saved Noah and his seed. Cool. Coming back after the flood, Noah's seed, Shem, Ham, and Japheth start to multiply all their children. The earth is repopulated, and then it's more wicked now than it was before the flood. That everybody's about prospering. Everybody's about coming. I got to get mine. I got I to gotta prove I got this. I got to get this. I got to have this. So the whole world is, is thinking like this. And the most like is one man, Abraham. And because of you, Abraham, your seed, I'm going to bless your seed. I'm going to be with your seed. I'll make a covenant or a promise with your seed. That's going to Isaac. Now it's going to Jacob. Jacob, the Israelites, go to captivity in Egypt. He brings us out of Egypt, get Mount Sinai, gives us his commandments. But what's still in our minds? How the people of the world are still living. How they have more. How they're prospering. Yeah, what God is giving us ain't enough. I got to have more. I got to see outside the box. There's a better, deeper wisdom. There's a better, deeper understanding that this was the same thing Adam was thinking. Reading on. Uh, Your voice is distant. 3 and verse 23. Your voice is distant. Con. Second Ezra chapter three at verse twenty three. Much better. In the, in the uh, Paul, they just walked out. Okay. And what they say? What's going on? Uh, they're they're taking that all right, cool. Well, put your stuff in the back. I'm, I'm still, I'm still in class right now. All right, everybody. My, uh, my son and Bart just walked in. Uh, let's let's continue on. Let's continue on. Time. Well, once again, we're in Second Ezra chapter three and verse twenty-three in the Apocrypha, which reads: So the times passed away, and the years were brought to an end. Then didst thou raise thee up a servant called David? No doubt. Go ahead. Whom thou commandest 
to build a city unto thy name and to offer incense and oblations unto thee therein. Cool. So, I, so Ezra is really is, is, is putting uh, a couple thousand years of history in, in, the, in these verses right here. Go ahead. Con. When this was done many years, then they that inhabited the city forsook thee, and it did even as Adam and all his generations had done, for they also had a wicked heart. That what you provide, Lord, wasn't enough. There's got to be more to it, whether it's wisdom, whether it's, it's, it's uh, philosophy or riches or whatever. There's got to be more. Reading on. And so thou gavest thy city over into the hands of thine enemies. So now because of this, this city that David built, Jerusalem, now, now the Jerusalem is now being given over to the hands of enemies. Reading on. Are their deeds then any better that inhabit Babylon, that they should therefore have the dominion over Zion? So Ezra's like, so he, he runs down all this history. We're, we're, if you got your pocket, we're in second Ezra. Or you can just call him. You got the number? Are you, are you calling him? If you, because Brother Gabar, Uncle Gabar is reading. He's reading, and I'm, I'm bringing it down. So if you're just sitting right here, you're going you're to be able to hear everything. So Ezra breaks down all this history. And then he finally gets to the point of what's really rubbing him, getting him, I mean, agitated like, damn. In verse 28, verse 27, thou givest the city into the hand of our enemies. Now, are they more righteous than we were? Are their deeds better that live in Babylon? Are they more righteous? Are they really right in your eyes? That we get destroyed, but look at how they're prospering. Are they better than us? Let's, I, I, I want us to examine and look at Ezra's mindset. I want to kind of match that. Well, but David was saying, don't press yourself because the evildoers that prosper. Don't get to the point where, you know what, I need to go ahead and do like them because I ain't got nothing to show for it. I don't have a pot to piss in or a window to go out of. I ain't got nothing. So I need to go ahead and take matters in my own hands. Here we find Ezra getting into a similar mindset, even in asking this question. In Second Ezra chapter 3, verse 28, are their deeds then any better than inhabit Babylon? That they should therefore have the dominion over Zion, that now they're over us? What are they doing? That's what, what are they doing right that they should have dominion, have power, have wealth, have all these things that they're better than us and 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 we're just we don't deserve we don't get anything. Verse twenty nine. Time. Um second Ezra chapter three and verse twenty nine uh, reads For when I came thither and had seen impieties without number then my soul saw many evildoers in this 30th year, so that my heart failed me. Then he said, man, once I came from Jerusalem and came here, and I saw all the wickedness and all the gods and everything that everybody was doing here in Babylon. Without number, he said, man, 
my heart failed me. Like, I can't believe this. Well, I, there is no way. There is no way that all the wickedness that it's doing here and they, they're prospering this way, there is no way this could be right. Or is it? Reading on, verse 30. Time. Second Ezra chapter 3 and verse 30 reads, For I have seen how thou sufferest them sinning and have spared wicked doers and has destroyed thy people and has preserved thine enemies and has not signified it. You say, man, I've seen how thou sufferest them sinning. They're, they're blatantly, in Babylon, they are blatantly going against your law. They are blatantly doing wrong. They ain't keeping that one commandment. And you are sparing the wicked, the wicked doers. You ain't getting them, but you destroy your own people. And then you preserve thine enemies, people who are blatantly worshiping other idols, other gods, doing everything opposite of what you want. They're able to prosper, but you destroy us? Read on. Con. Verse 31. I do not remember how this way may be left. Are now, your voice is getting a little. Your voice gets a little bit distant, bro. I'm sorry. Okay, is it better right here? Right, right there is good. Right there, yes. Okay, so uh, we're in uh, verse 31, where it reads, "I do not remember how this way may be left. Are they then of Babylon better than they of Zion?" He's like, man, I, get, tell, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't remember being this way. That uh, so are they of Babylon? Are they really better than, than the Israelites? Really? That they get to prosper like this, but we get destroyed? Verse 32. Con, or is there any other people that knoweth thee beside Israel? Or what generation have so believed thy covenants as Jacob? Hold up. Is there any other people that know thee beside Israel? You actually spoke to us. You showed us your, your, all your power, the fire, the wind, the earth. You showed us all that. You gave us your law. No other people have known you, Father. And what generation have so believed that, the, thy covenant as Jacob? Ain't nobody in the world shown that they at least try to follow your ways like Jacob has. That now we're destroyed, but they're prospering? Reading on. Con, and yet their reward appeareth not, and their labor hath no fruit. For the, I Israelites, have... the Israelites, our reward doesn't appear. And our labor, and it's like we don't get nothing for us working and doing right by you. Go ahead. For I have gone here and there through the heathen, and I see that they flow in wealth, and think not upon thy commandments. I've gone here and there among the heathen, among the nations, and I see that they flow in wealth, and they ain't thinking about your commandments at all. Reading on. Con, weigh thou therefore our wickedness now in the balance, and there's also that dwell the world. So shall thy name nowhere be found but in Israel. Look, weigh our wickedness against them, and you're going to see the only ones who ever try to be about you is us. But they're prospering. They got wealth. 
Reading on, verse 35. Or when was it that they which dwell upon the earth have not sinned in thy sight? Or what people have so kept thy commandment? Thou shalt find that Israel by name hath kept thy precepts, but not the heathen. That, look, compared to the nations, Israel can't be that bad, but look at how the nations are doing, and they are prospering. They've got wealth. What commandments of, of yours are they keeping that they have all these things? But Israel's got to be like this? Jerusalem has to be destroyed? Let's read on. Brothers and sisters, we're coming up on, on, on the two-hour mark, and for those that might be listening in live through the, uh, through the computer, um, this show's going to be cut off. But I, I want to read through Second Ezra chapter 4. I, I do, I do want to read through Second Ezra chapter 4. So we're, we're going to keep going. And, again, if you uh, are listening live through the, through the um, web browser at www.blogtalkradio.com uh, forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, then, yeah, the two hours is about to expire. It's coming to an end. But we're going to continue with this class. So for those who called in, uh, Eric code 646-668-2568, the class is going to continue. You're going to still be able to hear the class. Um, and for anybody who might have called in, or, or not even called in, for those who might be checking the class on the archive, you're going to get the show in its entirety. If you went to um, iHeartRadio Podcast, Google Podcast, um, Apple iTunes Podcast, or Podcast Addict, you're going to be able to hear the class in its entirety. But if you're listening live through the web browser, here at the two-hour mark, it is going to cut off. All right? So now we're going to go through Second Ezra chapter 4. We're going to start at verse 1. Second Ezra chapter 4 in the Apocrypha, starting at verse 1, read, And the angel that was sent unto me, whose name was Uriel, gave me an answer. All right, cool. So now, <laughs> Uriel is about to answer Ezra. And remember, this Ezra is the same as Ezra in the Bible. They're the same person. He said, okay, I got you. <laughs> 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 I got you, Ezra, no problem. Go ahead, verse 2. And said, Thy heart hath gone too far in this world, and thinkest thou to comprehend the way of the Most High? I, I love this scripture. This is one reason I wanted to get here and go over this. Uriel, the angel Uriel is, man, thy heart, thy heart hath gone too far in this world. And we know that the heart is also talking about the mind. And he's saying, man, your mind... It's gone too far in this world. You, you, you thinking like the world. You, you are really looking at this to how the world looks at things. That, and that's what you giving your mind to. And that well, you got too far in the world. You're looking at things how the world looks at things, about what the world calls to be justice, what the world calls to be fair. And somehow you think you know the way of the most high. You think you really understand and got a better understanding or better perspective than what the Most High has got? Your mind has gone too far in this world. That you even come back to think that, that, what, that it's unfair, it's unjust, it's not right, that God is being unfair. And God is being wrong that the wicked who ain't even thinking about you are, are wealthy and prospering, but now Israel... We, we're the only ones of all the nations who've been trying to keep your law. 
we got to suffer this while they get this? And and you're, you're like telling me, you, so you really think you can, that you can outthink the most high? You can go deeper than the most high? Really? Verse 3. Con. Then said I, yeah, my Lord. And... Can you imagine that? Come on now. <laughs> I had a hard time reading. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, my lord. Yeah, yeah. I understand the way the Messiah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah. I know yeah. right from wrong. Yes. Well, yeah. Duh. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't be asking the question. I'm, I'm, I, I just told you everything I've been seeing. I, I, I mean, I just ran down from creation to now. Don't you think I know what the fuck I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I got a right to be mad. I got a right to be angry. I got a right to go here. It's, 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 whew. Verse 3 again. Time. Then said I, yeah, my Lord. And he answered me and said, I am sent to show thee three ways and to set forth three similitudes before thee. So, so for those who know the Pale Hebrew, so it's like Khan, <laughs> Khan Adamania, yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> was like, I bet. I, I'm sent to show you three ways, and I'm gonna set up three different things before you, since you really think that you are on a level, that you really think you're deep, that you really think that you that you that you that you really understand what's happening. That you can look and, and, and say that, well, Israel is just suffering and we ain't got nothing, but the world is rich and prosper. Let's keep reading. Second Ezra chapter 4 and verse 4 in the Apocrypha reads, Where, whereof, if thou canst declare me one, I will show thee also the way that thou desirest to see. And I shall show thee from whence the wicked heart cometh. If you could show me just one of these things, just explain one of these things. I will show thee also the way that thou desires to see. I'll show you what you really want to see. And I'm going to show you from whence the wicked heart comes from, that why there's wickedness in the earth. If you just answer one of these things. Go ahead. Con. And I said, tell on, my Lord. Then said he unto me, go thy way, weigh me the weight of fire, or measure me the blast of wind, or call me again the day that is past. All right, cool. I'm going to give you three things. All you do is give me one of them. All right. Show me how much, how much does fire weigh. Okay, all right. Or measure me the blast of wind. Tell me how much wind that was. <laughs> when, when, when you see a wind gust or, or, or a tornado or whatever, show me how much wind that is. Measure it. <laughs> or call back yesterday. Not like John Lennon and the Beatles. Yesterday. <laughs> that would have been a, you know, that might have got him struck right in the... 
<laughs> right, for real. <laughs> Literally, do like Groundhog's Day and bring back yesterday. Do like like the Avengers did it, uh, when they were fighting Thanos and go back in time and collect the, the, <laughs> the Infinity Stones to <laughs> defeat Thanos in this universe. Time travel. Verse 6. Time. Then answered I and said, What man is able to do that? That thou shouldest ask such things of me. Man, who the hell can do So, so answer is going to get kind of good like, Man, who the hell can ever ask a question like that? <laughs> <laughs> that you're going to ask this of me. Go ahead. Con. Second Ezra chapter four and verse seven in the Apocrypha. And he said unto me, If I should ask thee how great great dwellings are in the midst of the sea, or how many springs are in the beginning of the deep, or how many springs are above the firmament, or which are the outgoings of paradise. Cool. So is it look? If I, I only ask you about the way the, the the fire, uh, the blast of wind, and to bring back yesterday. Now, if I was to ask you, what what's in the depth of the ocean? If I was to ask you, how many springs are there in the beginning of the deep? If I was to ask you, how many springs are above the firmament in outer space? Which is the beginning of paradise. If I was to ask you those things, go ahead, verse 8. Per adventure, thou wouldest say unto me, I never went down into the deep, nor as yet into hell. Neither did I ever climb up into heaven. Man, I had never been down to the depth of the ocean. Where's the deep spot? I never dug into hell here, so about the earth. I can't dig that far into the earth. I never have. And go up into heaven and be able to count uh, how many springs. Up. I've never been up there. He said. So if you, he said, if I was to ask you those questions, you could say the reason why you can't ask those questions is because you've never been here. You never experienced these things. Reading on. Nevertheless, now have I asked thee, but only of the fire and wind, and of the days where through thou hast passed, and of things from which thou canst not be separated, and yet canst thou give me no answer of them? Yeah, but I'm only asking you about things that you deal with every day. Every day you deal with fire. You got to cook something. <laughs> if you got to light the fire and to keep your house lit, you deal with that every day. The wind you 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 look at, at at you you watch the weather to see how you got to dress today, and uh, and then you you live every day. You've been in every day that you can't bring it back. I'm only these are things that you cannot be separate. These are things you have to deal with every day, and you can't give me no answer. Reading on. He said, Moreover unto me, thine own things, and such are grown up with thee, canst thou not know? 
You deal with these things every day. You grew up with these things, and you really don't know what's going on? Go ahead. How should that vessel then be able to comprehend the way of the highest? And the world being now outwardly corrupted to understand the corruption that is evident in my sight? How do you, if you can't understand... How, if you can't deal with these things, how are you really going to think you're going to understand, comprehend what the Most High is dealing with? And how then you understand the world being now outwardly corrupted? Yeah, there's a lot of corruption in this world. How are you going to understand that the corruption that is evident in the Most High's sight? You think the Most High don't see how wicked things are? You think the Most High don't see what's really going on? Reading on. Then said I unto him, it were better that we... Your voice is a little bit distant. Your voice has gotten a little distant. Fine. Second Ezra chapter 4 and verse 12 in the Apocryphal reads, Then said I unto him, it were better that we were not at all than that we should live still in wickedness and to suffer and not to know wherefore. He said, so Ezra's like, you know, getting, getting flustered, getting frustrated. Man, it'd been better that we were not at all. The Bible created us. That that than that we should live still in wickedness. That we gotta be around all this other wickedness that everybody else is doing. And we gotta suffer for it and don't know why we're having to suffer. Reading on. He answered me and said, I went into a forest into a plain, and the trees took counsel and said Come, let us go and make war against the sea, that it may depart away before us, and that we may make us more woods. The floods of the sea also in like manner took counsel and said, Come, let us go up and subdue the woods of the plain, that there also that there also we may make us another country. Cool. So Ezra just made the statement about, man, it's better that we didn't even live. Then that we should be living on this. Everybody's wicked. It can be wicked and prosper, but we be getting punished. It'd be better for us, and we don't know why they can be wicked and prosper, but we get punished. You should never created us. So it's like, look, man, look. There was a forest that was in the plain, and the trees they took counsel said, "Let us make war against the sea, that in uh, that it may talk, depart away from us, and that we may make us more woods. We got to grow." <laughs> the floods of the sea also like matter like man, we need to go ahead and go to war against the woods. <laughs> that we might have another country that we can expand the ocean. <laughs> Verse sixteen. <laughs> the thought of the wood was in vain, for the fire came and consumed it. Y'all talking about you're gonna take the sea out here. Y'all ain't think about this fire, boom. Y'all about to go to war with the sea, and you need the sea to put the fire out. But y'all at war. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. The thought of the floods of the sea came likewise to naught, for the sand stood up and stopped them. All right, cool. Now that the forest is gone, guess what? The sand is there. And there's nothing to stop the sand, <laughs> which would have been there. There would have been trees. The sand stopped you. Reading on. If thou wert judge now betwixt these two, 
whom wouldest thou begin to justify? Or whom wouldest thou condemn? All right, so in this case here, what I just presented to you, who was right and who was wrong? Reading on. I answered and said, verily it is a foolish thought that they both have devised. For the ground is given unto the wood, and the sea also hath his place to bear his floods. We said they both were wrong. Each of them have been given their place and what they're supposed to deal with. They're both wrong of thinking about they're going to do this or do that. Reading on. Then answered he me and said, Thou hast given a right judgment, but why judgest thou not thyself also? All right, so we're in Second Ezra chapter 4, verse 20. Man, you, you, you said the right thing. Man, you, you judged it the right way. So why are you not judging yourself the same way? Reading on. Fine. Second Ezra chapter 4 and verse 21 reads, For as for like as the ground is given unto the wood, and the sea to his floods, even so they that dwell upon the earth may understand nothing but that which is upon the earth. And he that dwelleth above the heavens may only understand the things that are above the height of the heavens. Right, so you, in that scenario, you answered right, and you said the, the, the woods is given, the, 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 the force is given the woods. The sea is given the ocean. Basically, the angel is saying, stay in your lane. So now you need to judge yourself the same way. That if you're on earth, you need to handle what you handle on earth and stop trying to think you can understand what the most is going on. Stay in your lane. Reading on. Verse 22. Then answered I and said, I beseech thee, O Lord, let me have understanding. And so, okay, as we now submit, all right, you know what? That's right. Now, but can I please understand? Go ahead. And right, your, your voice is your, your voice is getting a little distant again. Okay. Uh, is that better? Or that is better. That is better. Okay. Um, Second Ezra chapter four and verse twenty-three reads: For it was not my mind to be curious of the high things, but of such as pass by us daily, namely. Wherefore, Israel is given up as a reproach to the heathen. And for what cause the people whom thou hast loved is given over unto ungodly nations? And why the law of our forefathers is brought to naught, and the written covenant comes to none effect? I mean, I'm just asking. I'm not trying to go, but I'm not trying to, trying to, trying to you know, be disrespectful. But I, I'm just trying to, trying to, I, understand that Israel is given up as a reproach to the heathen that those that have been doing right by you will be disrespected and disgraced and put down in front of the nations. That that in the eyes of the nations we ain't shit. And 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 for what cause the people whom God has loved is given over unto ungodly nations. And why the law you gave us is what to not and the written covenants of none effect. I'm just trying to. Under, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to overset my bounds, but I would like to understand this. 
that from the days of Adam, even to the time of Noah, everybody was wicked, but with Noah, you saved somebody, you saved Noah. Then it goes down, and everybody got, got wicked. Then it got down to, to Abraham. All, all the wicked, you picked out Abraham. And now for all this wickedness that the, that the nations are doing and everybody else is doing, they're prospering, but you, you come at Israel? Then why did you save Noah? Then why did you save Abraham? If everybody was just doing wicked, but you destroyed them and saved Noah. During the time of, of, of Abraham, you saved Abraham and, and didn't spare nobody else. But now look at how much wickedness the, the world is doing and they prosper and, and Israel is being punished? Reading on. On Second Ezra chapter 4 and verse 24 in the Apocrypha reads, And we pass away out of the world as grasshoppers, and our life is an astonishment and fear, and we are not worthy to obtain mercy. Okay. What will he then do unto his name whereby we are called? But these things have I asked. Okay. The then answered me, then answered he me and said, The more thou searchest, the more thou shalt marvel. For the world hasteth fast to pass away. The more you're trying to search and find something deeper and, and try and try and trying to be something, the more you ain't gonna get the answer. This world it's hasting fast to pass away. The most I see what's going on. Reading on, verse 27. Con, and cannot comprehend the things that are promised to the righteous in time to come. For this world is full of unrighteousness and infirmity. He said, look, when this world does pass away, in verse 26, that you really can't comprehend the things that are promised to the righteous and in time to come. That goes with that, that, that scripture in First John that says, eyes not seen and ears not heard, but the most I has promised to them that love him. Eyes not seen and ears not heard, but the most I has promised to them that love him. Let's find that scripture real quick. I'm, I'm quoting it, and it's, that's a prominent one. Let's get that scripture real quick. I'm sorry, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. Con. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. <clears throat> but as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Man, it is written, and we're going to get that where it's written at. It says, but it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man 
the things which the Most High has prepared for them that love him. For him to say it's not entered to the heart of man, we know the heart again is talking about the mind. So it's not entered to the mind of man. We can look at some of these movies, these blockbuster movies, and we can look at these blockbuster movies. We can look at these blockbuster movies from the CGI uh, um, effects, digital effects. There are some of these movies for all the dimensions they want to talk about that are out there, for all the wealth, for all the space travel from all the Star Treks and and and, and uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. We can look at all these things, uh, Thor and the uh, uh, Asgardians, the, the scroll, the creek. We can look at all these type of things, and it says it's not entered into the mind of man. So for all that we can see on videos and movies, reading books, it's still not entered into the mind of man, what the Mosiah has prepared for those that love him. That's amazing. That again, the crumbs that are in this world today, that we're getting so caught up in that I don't have these crumbs. That because I don't have these crumbs, I must be a nobody. Because I don't have these crumbs, God must not be with me. That maybe I should go ahead now and, and go ahead and be wicked also for these crumbs. But yet, it has not entered into the heart of man, to the mind of man, what the Most High has prepared for those that love him. That I might actually consider, I might have to start doing things on my own because I need to feel like I'm doing something. I need to feel like I'm worthy. I need to feel like, like that God is with me also because of now what I possess, because of what I have. Like 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 Uriel told Ezra, your mind has gone too far in this world. You really are not trying to even think how the Most High thinks. You are really stuck on how this world thinks, and then you think you understand the Most High. That if you possess these crumbs, that if you got these little itty bitty vain things, that now you're doing something, and that's why you should be recognized. That now I'm a man, I'm a woman. Because look at what I got. I finally got this. I'm finally on, on some level. Who's fucking level? Excuse my language. It's daytime. We, 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 there's not been enough mental cleansing. There obviously is not enough mental cleansing that we, as even as Israelites, finding out that we're Israelites, learning that we're Israelites, learning our language, that we're still using the measure of the world to see if God is with us, is the most high with me. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, it says, but as it is written. Where is this written at? Let's go to Isaiah chapter 64, verse 4. Where is this scripture written at that is being quoted here in 1 Corinthians? Let's go to Isaiah chapter 64 and verse 4. Isaiah chapter 64 and verse 4 reads, For since the beginning of the world have not heard, nor perceived by the ear, 
neither have thy neither have the eye seen, O God, beside thee what he had prepared for him that waited for him. Uh, again, that that's where Paul was quoting that from, was from the book of Isaiah. Chapter sixty four. The Bible's complete, y'all. Which goes with what was said to Ezra back in now uh, in Second Ezra chapter four and verse twenty seven. Let's let's pick that up again. Second Ezra chapter four and verse twenty seven reads and cannot comprehend the things that are promised to the righteous in time to come. For this world is full of unrighteousness and infirmities. Reading on. But as concerning the things whereof thou askest me, I will tell thee, for the evil is sown, but the destruction thereof is not yet come. So the evil is here. Yes, the, 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 the people of the world from the days of Adam, the wickedness is definitely here. It's been planted. It is here. Yes, it's here. Go ahead. Verse, 20, verse 29. If therefore that which is sown be turned, be not turned upside down, and if the place where the evil is sown pass not away, then cannot it come that is sown with good. That For all the wickedness that's planted in the world today, if it's not uh, turned over, if we don't go and plow that land, then the good can't come. Reading on. For the grain of evil seed has been sown in the heart of Adam from the beginning. And how much ungodliness has it brought up unto this time? And how much shall it yet bring forth until the time of threshing come? Listen, from the days of Adam, man, the, the, the grain of evil seed, has been sown, has been planted in the mind of the hearts of Adam from the beginning. And how much ungodliness has it brought up until this time? Yeah, people are even more and more wicked. Yeah, it's getting worse and worse. And how much shall it uh, yet bring forth until the time of threat? And how much more wicked can we get before Christ actually comes back? Reading on, verse 31. Ponder now by thyself how great fruit of wickedness the grain of evil seed hath brought forth. Go ahead. And when the ears shall be cut down, which are without number, how great a floor shall they fill? When, 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 the, when the most High comes and is, is now cutting everything down, how much destruction is going to be to everybody who's being wicked? Now, mind you, brothers and sisters, if Ezra is making this complaint, during the time of the Babylonian uh, captivity, which was about 586 years before Christ, almost six centuries before Christ. How much worse have things gotten 2,300 years since Christ has been here? I'm sorry, 2,023 years since Christ has been here. If Ezra is complaining about how wicked it was 600 years before Christ got here, are we going to really act like that if the earth and the world has got, not gotten more wicked in the 2000, since we're in the year 2023, since Christ, uh, 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 A.D., since Christ has been here? And the, 
I'm going to keep it. How much more wicked have things got? And then for the righteous, how much more are we thinking about we got to start now living like the wicked because they live right by the most high? I'm poor. I'm broke. We ain't got nothing. How much more is that thought magnified among us? Then now we fret ourselves because of evildoers because they prosper. Because it seems like they have whatever they want, when they want it. And then they talk shit about the righteous. That's what David was saying in Psalm 37. They talk, they talk bad about the righteous. They bring down the righteous. They go at us and attack so that uh, the righteous feels bad. How much more, if David said that in Psalm, if David was a thousand years before Christ, and that's what was going on a thousand years before Christ, Ezra's looking at 600 years before Christ. How much more has that thought traveled to another year 2023? That now the wicked get over. And me trying to be right by the most high, I ain't got nothing to show for it. For our foreparents coming out of Egypt to eat bread from heaven that was given to us every single day the Lord provided for us, that's not enough. I got to have more. My needs are being met. No, my needs aren't being met. I want more because look what they got. I deserve more. Look what they got. And then they're telling me that if I was right by God, then I should have the same things they have. I'm starting to believe them. And now I'm getting angry. This exact same thing David said, don't do, I'm doing the opposite. Now I'm getting angry. Now I'm full of wrath. I'm getting agitated. I'm getting rubbed the wrong way. I'm getting irritated. Everything David said not to do. And then I'll ask the questions, well, wouldn't you do the same thing? Ain't this how everybody else in the world will react? Uh, yeah, that is how people in the world are supposed to react. They're wicked. Yeah, that's exactly how people of the world react, because they're wicked. We're not supposed to come back now and justify ourselves, like, well, everybody else in the world is doing it, so I need to do the same thing. Let's keep reading. Where are we at? Second Ezra chapter 4, and what, what, what verse? We're in Second Ezra chapter 4 in the Apocrypha, verse 33, uh-huh. which reads, Then I answered and said, How? And when shall these things come to pass? <laughs> Is that that one? It's the other one on the keychain. Wherefore are our years few and evil? Is it, man? When is it going to happen? How? <laughs> How it's gonna happen? And 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 that's why I titled this class to deny Christ, Part Twenty One. What about me? Well, what about where's me? mine? Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Gabar. I'm sorry, Gabar. Go ahead. Well, I'm just saying, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. in 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 Ezra's in Ezra's uh, perception, what what about us? What what about Israel? What about you know? Why why can't we get you know these crumbs like you were saying? 
like you said, what about me? Why you why you entitled this class? Uh, what about me? I'm just I'm just generalizing to uh, Ezra's what we just read over. What about Israel? Because that's that's what he's saying. Why why is Israel going through all of this and 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 um, the world and the and the heathen are prospering? True, and we 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 can look at it as maybe I should have have, have symboled it down and made it a lot more basic, and, and have it just look at just Israel looking at the nations. But I'm looking at more how an individual who's in the truth, an individual who's in the truth, been in the truth for a while, how a person in the truth for a while, will let thoughts come to their mind that here I am doing right by the most high, but I don't have shit, so I need to go ahead and start taking matters in my own hands. I need to go ahead and get angry because look at how everybody else is doing, and they got stuff, so I'm going to justify I'm going to take matters in my own hands because I'm mad, because I'm angry, because I'm looking at what I don't have, what everybody else has. Yeah, I was, I was looking at the individual person. True enough, on a national level, yeah, we can look at it as Israelites. Looking at, well, if we're the Israelites, then how come we don't have everything like the nations do? True enough. I, and what you're bringing out is correct. What you're bringing out is 100% correct. But I, I, was, I was, yeah, I am going more at like a person's own individual thoughts in themselves that I'm doing right by the most high. Like for those who have had a chance to apply or read Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 1, when you come to serve the Lord, prepare yourself with temptation. Constantly endure. Uh, but now it changed to a lower state. That why is it I got to go through this, but everybody else can do what they want to do and they're good. And I'm being looked at, I'm being made a spectacle to the world. Everybody look at me like I'm a fool. That I just let people walk all over me. That, that 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 I'm just stupid. I'm just weak. That I I don't lost my mind. That I'm in a cult. When actually no, I'm actually doing right by the Most High, but because that's how wicked the world is, I'm following the scriptures. But this is why, and I don't have this. I'm doing right by the most high. And no, I'm not letting the anger, the wrath, the fury take over like everybody else in the world would do. No, I'm going to wait for the most high. I'm leaning on the Lord's side. That in the eyes of the most high, I am doing right. So I can have a peace of mind. Now, to the world, I'm dumb, I'm stupid, I'm off. I'm too religious. I'm in an occult. To that, that, I believe in the Bible too much. That as we started the class, didn't it say that money is a defense? So where's your money? Like, well, like, like we did in the beginning of this class. When we actually read that scripture, Ecclesiastes 7 and 12, when we actually read that scripture, the first thing it says is wisdom is a defense. That's the first thing that scripture said. And now, if I'm using the wisdom of the Most High, it's not going to be a judgment about the material things I have. It's going to be the, the, how much do I actually believe in his word while going through being broke, 
being poor, being needy, that I have my needs taken care of but not my wants. Now, because now I'm understanding my needs have been taken care of, I don't have to be in a, in a, uh, in a mental state of anxiety, fear, panic, desperation. I can now come back and have a peace of mind. I'm doing right by the Most High. Because the Most High is not judging me by how much I possess. Not when it says, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, is not entered into the, the heart of man, the mind of man, what the Most High has for those that love him. So if I can see my bank account, if I can see my bank account, and I'm going to use my bank account to judge if God is with me or not, doesn't that mean that I'm breaking the law, I'm, I'm breaking what the scripture says? That eye is not seen and ears not heard, is that come to the heart of man? What the most has reserved for those that love him? So the scripture says that, but because my bank account is fat, that's how I know God's with me? Because I got limos, plural. I can see these things. That's why God is with me? I got a summer home in uh, Bahamas. I don't bought the whole island. I bought, I bought one of the islands in the Virgin Islands. I bought a whole damn island to myself. Then in the winter, I ain't go down there where it's still warm. I don't, I don't like the snow. F that. I've got my own tropical island. And why do I have my own tropical island? Because God is with me. Can't you see that? Can't you see that that I've got the the, uh, the home up in, in Toronto? Can't you see I've got an apartment over in England? I've got a condo in France. I've got my yacht over in Greece. Can't you see these things and know that that's why God's with me? What you don't have is why God ain't with you. You trying to hold on to that Bible, and that Bible, what's that Bible doing for you? You ain't got shit to show, but that, but you supposed to have me believe the Bible works. Like, like Uriel told Ezra, your mind is too far in this world. But let's pick it up because time is definitely uh, uh, elapsing. Second uh, Ezra chapter four and verse thirty-four. Second <clears throat> Ezra uh, chapter four and verse thirty-four in the Apocrypha. And he answered me saying, "Do not thou hasten." Let me let me read that again. And and he answered me saying. Do not thou hasten above the most highest, for thy haste is in vain to be above him, for thou hast much exceeded. To think you understand the most high that now that Israel is supposed to have, that if I'm doing right by the most high or uh, among the nations, that Israel should be on the same level. We should have our own armies, 
We should have our own uniforms. We should have our own money. We should have our own land like the other nations do. Or as somebody who's in the nation of Israel, that I'm supposed to have all these things also because I can show the world God's with me. You know what I'm saying, man? Don't, don't hasten to be above the Most High. Slow your roll. Get back in your lane. Because you, you're going too far. You t- you, you're going a little you, 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 you. Slow down, Junior. You need to sit your ass down. And, and it, 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 uh, how, how does Nori say? Relax. Reading on, verse 35. Time. <clears throat> Time. Did not the souls also of the righteous ask questions of these things in their chambers, saying, How long shall I hope on this fashion? When cometh the fruit of the floor of our reward? How long are you going to make me hope? How long am I going to keep thinking like this? And I got nothing to show for it. He said, Did not the souls of the righteous Ask questions of these things in their chambers. This goes right along with Revelations. Chapter 6, I don't want to go there because time's running out. Revelation chapter 6, it says, And the, I live under the altar of those who have been slain for the words of the Most High. Asking, How long, O Lord, holy and true, does thou not avenge our blood on them that dwell upon the earth? All this is, it, it goes together. All of it. For Ezra, this will be explained to Ezra. 580 years before Christ came, and then for the, that answer to be given, or the same thing to be given to John the Revelator, who was right before 70 AD, around 65 AD, are we going to act like this, that this thought process, these, these thoughts, don't enter into the thoughts of the righteous? Where is our reward? That the things written before time are probably learning, right? That the most likely once yet twice, right? But the natural man receives not the things of the spirit of the most high because they're spiritually discerned. Reading on, verse 36. Con, verse 36. And unto these things Uriel, the archangel, gave them answer and said, even when the number of seeds is filled in you, for he hath weighed the world in the balance. He said, look, there's a certain number that's got to be, there's got to be, there's a certain number of what's got to happen. Like, like he was told to John about those souls under the altar, until your brethren have been killed in like manner as ye have been. That there's a measure that the most sides like, cool, once y'all have done so much wickedness that you killed this amount of, of the saints, that's when it's going to be over. That's when I'm, I'm going to bring the reward. That's when I'm, I'm going to bring justice. I, that y'all's wickedness has gotten to this point, you've killed this many of my believers. You've taken it to this level. Now you, you, don't, you, you, you don't cross the line that, that, that you can't go back on. And now I'm going to reward those who have been patient. Come on, do we really think that, that Christ was just, just, just walking around eating uh, uh, figs and, and uh, smelling sage and smelling like patchouli and was like, uh, let's sort of make it to earth. 
for this shall inherit the kingdom of heaven. Ah, yes, a butterfly. Do we is, is is that what your thinking process is at? That there is no study of the scriptures to put all these things together? Let's keep reading. Second uh, Ezra chapter four and verse thirty-seven reads: By measure has he measured the times, and by number has he numbered the times. And he doth not move nor stir them until the said measure be fulfilled. He, he, God's weighing everything. And he's not going to move any faster until what the, the measure is met. Reading on. Then answered I and said, O Lord, thou that bearest rule, even we all are full of impiety. We're all messed up. We're all messed up. Go ahead. And for our sakes, per adventure, it is that the floors of the righteous are not good because of the sins of them that dwell upon the earth. That the, that the, for our sakes, uh, per adventure, uh, is that the floor of the righteous are not filled because of the sins of them that dwell upon the earth. That the, so the righteous ain't get, getting theirs until the, until the world fulfills the amount of sins the world's going to fulfill. Yes. Reading on. So he answered me and said, Go thy way to a woman with child and ask of her when she hath fulfilled her nine months, if her womb may keep the birth any longer within her. Then said I, No, Lord, that can she not. And he said unto me, in the grave, the chambers of souls are like the womb of a woman. So he said, for the souls of the righteous that have been killed, it's like the womb of a woman. That, that once that nine months is here, that baby's coming out. And a healthy woman, and, and everything's right, that nine months, cool. That baby's coming out. It's not going to stay any longer. Because everything that that baby is supposed to get from the mother in the womb and that time is grown and now it's outgrown the womb, it's time to be born. He said the souls of the just are the same, or the chambers. He said, uh, he said to me, in the grave, the chambers of souls are like the womb of a woman. Reading on, verse 42. Con, for like as a woman <clears throat> that surveilleth maketh haste to escape the necessity of the travail. Even so do these places haste to deliver those things that are committed unto them. So he's saying, look, it can't be rushed. It's not going to be rushed. The world has got a measure of wickedness that they're going to have to fulfill. Just like, even he didn't say it here, but we can come back and see, just like during the days of Adam, that the world has fulfilled so much wickedness before the Lord finally brought the flood. Hell, even go back to Adam. Adam had to fulfill so much wickedness before he was kicked out of paradise. Then from being kicked out of paradise, cool. Then the world has fulfilled enough wickedness until the most I brought the flood. And now 
he's saying the same thing. There's a certain amount. It's not so much about the righteous, but there's a certain amount of wickedness that has got to be fulfilled in this world for the Lord's going to deliver the righteous. Like he did with Noah, like he did with Abraham. The world has a certain measure of wickedness that it's got to fulfill. So we, I, I'm going through this, brothers and sisters. Hopefully we can see that. Stop, stop being the victim. It's not about, I must be that wicked because I'm going through this for everybody else. To go. No. Maybe the Lord is using this to show that you are right and you keep in your integrity and look at the, the lengths of wickedness other people will go to justify God's with them. I know I, I said it. I, 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 I'll be honest. Man, I must be the most wicked nigga on the planet because I don't have shit. I must be Satan. Man, I, am, am I an Edomite? Did, 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 did one of them damn Edomites rape one of my great, 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 great grandmothers and now my ass is here? And I'm really Esau? Because I don't have a damn thing. I know, I personally dealt with thoughts, man, maybe I should stay in the military. Because now I have a pension, a retirement. Maybe I should stay in the military because then I would have got 100% disability. I could get my VA loan and I could have houses, cars. I could get set up scholarships for my kids. But I decided to leave the military and come out and teach this truth. I should have done it that way. I should have stayed in Albuquerque. Instead of getting on the road crew, I should stay in Albuquerque, found me a rib or two or eight. Just stay in Albuquerque. Go out to the flea market, go do some security. But at least I could have mine. My dad wanted me to rent the house I grew up in. I could have, I could have stayed there. Eventually found me a job. Being on this road crew, going out back and forth, back across the country, teaching, having to sleep on floors, having to sleep here, having to sleep there. Having nothing that's mine. And now being looked at like I ain't nothing. Maybe I should have. Maybe I should have. But if those thoughts where my mind is too much in this world, and I'm letting the, world, the thoughts of the world get too much in my mind, then now I'm fretting myself. And now I'm using the things I possess, not the scriptures the most I has graced me with, not the understanding of this Bible that he's graced me with, But, no, that's not the measure of the Most High being with me. Even though on Friday night we went over that about the Most High said he's going to pour out his spirit unto us. He will make our, his words known to us. That that's the Most High dealing with somebody righteously. He's going to give us his spirit and he's going to make his words known to us. That's the reward now in this time. No, but now 
No, that's not the reward because I don't have this. I don't have that. So God is not with me. He must be with them. I must just be the most wicked nigga on the planet. All I do is suffer. All I do is suffer, and I don't have a damn thing. It's in those mentalities, brothers and sisters, it's in those thoughts that now a person will start to deny Christ. Why should I keep doing it this way? When If I'm going to just wind up with nothing, then I need to do something so I can have, so I have something, that I am at least somebody. I got something. Are we there, bro? I guess that's it because it's not letting me merge. I know Kabarkawa just tried to go back in. It's not letting me merge. It's not letting me switch. So we might have actually expired all the time. We might actually have expired all the time for this class, for this show. Cool. Well, it's a good. We can we can end it right there. Second answer chapter. Let me pull this up. Second answer chapter four. And verse 42 is a good place to stop, all right? Second chapter 4, verse 42 is a good place to stop. No, we're in the hearing. We did almost three hours. Now, we did almost three hours here. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to let this go now. Uh, uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, please tune in tonight to um, on YouTube, the ISBHBK still uh, uh, Sword of Truth, or ISBHBK San Antonio, um, either the Stream of Wisdom or... or the Stream of Wisdom Houston or the Stream of Wisdom uh, or ISPHBK Houston. Again, starting at uh, 7 p.m. to uh, 9 p.m. Uh, on, on YouTube. And check back in with us tomorrow uh, for Tazapah Tuesdays. All right, check back in with us tomorrow for Tazapah Tuesdays. So I, 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 I can't merge the phone with, with Gabarkawa. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he wants to say shalom to everybody. Um, uh, and with that, Again, thank you everybody for tuning in. Stay prayed up. Um, stay in the scriptures. And, and let's, let's wait patiently on the Lord, all right, so that he will bring us our reward. So with that, I would like to say, let me pull the song up. Shalom.
Yahweh is one. 